Welcome back to Building the Bakken. I'm your host, Jason Spies. In our weekly one-on-one feature, we sit down one-on-one with Patrick Hughes, the CEO of Prairie Companies and Dakota LNG. This is Patrick Hughes. So I walked up to the road and I thought I'd walk with you. When I turned and looked around me, you were gone. You know, as you know, we, we announced the arrival of North Dakota's first liquefied natural gas plant. Um, I think it was 10 days ago. We The first plant arrived at a facility adjacent to the Hess gas plant in Tioga. And uh, that plant will be online here in uh, near the end of July. It'll cre- create 10,000 gallons a day of liquefied natural gas. We'll be adding to that facility uh, uh, before the end of the year, where we'll bring another liquefaction train in, well, that'll be 66,000 gallons a day. So by the end of the year, we'll be producing and, and integrating, you know, 75 to 80,000 gallons of LNG every day. The petrochemical industry is on quasi-record of putting $30 billion into infrastructure. Would you be part of that infrastructure then, I take it? I would think so. I mean... Uh, those are those, those are big numbers, and uh, we're really excited to to have our plant and, and have it on the ground. And we were up there yesterday, and and it's sitting there, and uh, uh, we look forward to having it running uh, real soon. Now you're going to be next to the uh, Hess plant, you said, are. and yeah. then um, uh, One Oak is the other big name mm-hmm. here in North Dakota for natural gas. How does that make you feel? I guess is it competition or is it in good company? Well, I think they're mentioning North Dakota LNG in the same sentence as uh, the Hess Corporation or One Oak is, you know, that's flattering. You know, listen, this is a big, it's a big world up here, and I think there's, there's a lot of room for, for growth. Um, I think that, you know, I don't consider them to be competitors today. And uh, I think there's a lot of things we can do together. Talk to me about your specific growth within your company. Mm-hmm. This, this seems remarkable to even have a press release or a press conference to announce this facility. Uh, talk to me about just the last 10 years of the company or how, how yeah. long it's been around, I guess. So the Prairie Companies uh, is our mothership, and it's a portfolio of oil and gas service companies. We're headquartered in Watford City, North Dakota. We have four businesses today. Uh, one in our our initial business was Prairie Housing Services. We recognize the fact that our employees are our biggest asset, and so we built ourselves an employee housing facility. It has 150 beds. We use 110 of those beds currently, although it's probably 120 by today for our own employees. Uh, we see expanding that business, but really only for the use of our own employees, our key partners, and some of our customers. Our second business, Jason, is a company called Prairie Field Services. It's a logistics and and trucking company. We haul water, we haul oil, and we're going to be hauling LNG across the basin every day. So we're we're up to speed on what it takes to operate logistically. That business necessitates a lot of infrastructure like shops and offices and trucks and trailers. And and, uh, it's those kinds of infrastructure investments that that make our other businesses uh, tick every day. Our third business is uh, Flatland uh, Water Solutions. That's a, uh, that's a, uh, we have two locations. 
where we combine state-of-the-art saltwater disposal wells with uh, permitted fluid, fluid processing businesses. So we deal with uh, waste streams from all parts of the drilling and fracking business. Um, and that's been a really nice business. I see some area, you know, some potential to expand those, that business. And then the fourth business is North Dakota LNG. So you really look at four service companies, all in one portfolio called the Prairie Companies, where we always focus on end-to-end -end solutions for our customers. What are you hearing as far as your contribution to reducing flaring now? Well, you know, frankly, we don't, we haven't really spoken directly to it. I mean. I kind of leave that up to, to others to surmise, but I'm a big believer that value-added natural gas products and the use of them in the Bakken is the key to, to continuing the development of this great resource. And, and I think that we're pioneering that, we're trying to be a leader in that area. And when you, when you, when you have value-added natural gas products, you're gonna have a use-based industry here, not just a production-based industry. And I think that that inevitably leads to the to the end that we're all looking for. Where are you from? I grew up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay, and uh, where, where do you live now? Well, it, you know, it, that's a loaded question because if my <laughs> wife was here, she would say Watford City, North Dakota. But I have a home in um, uh, just outside of Minneapolis. Got residence, a uh, place in Watford City. So between somewhere between Minnesota, Watford City. My kids' baseball diamonds uh, and uh, and airplanes. They're called professional nomads. <laughs> professional nomads. That that would be a, that. My wife would agree with that. How long have you been spending out here in the Bakken? As far as from Minneapolis? Uh, well, originally? yeah. No, I'm from Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls South Dakota. And yeah. uh, when did you come out to the Bakken? So the first time I saw the Bakken was in probably 2006. I uh, I have a good friend from um, Minneapolis that has been wonderfully successful here. And uh, he he showed me the way out here and I've made some investments with him and and I started making trips with him out here. And um, the, the concept for the Prairie Companies really started uh, maybe the end of 09. We uh, we decided in 2010 to, to launch into uh, North Dakota and uh, we really started our operations in 2011. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have uh a position or a statement when it comes to like importing exporting because that does affect natural gas considerably yeah yeah um, I, I understand it is a controversial topic but I, I like to ask just for if, if there's you any... know I don't I don't really have a comment on that um, I think that the availability of shale oil and shale gas is new mm -hmm. and I think that um, as a country continuing to evaluate our position relative to the way it used to be is smart and that to make sure that our policies keep up with what uh, is happening on the ground. So I guess that's my statement. That's more than most. Got it. <laughs> technology. Yeah. Are, are you guys uh, advancing technology? Where does technology play in your uh, particular business, uh, sensors, UAVs, anything along those well, lines? Well, I think that, uh, so I come from a technology background. My, um, part of my chronic entrepreneurialism, uh, I own a brokerage firm in Minneapolis uh, that's based on technology. When I started looking at North Dakota, I thought there was a wonderful opportunity to, to integrate technology into lots of different things, which, which helps solve a data problem. 
I think when you look at the logistics necessary to make things operate in North Dakota, more information's better. Uh, we're using state-of-the-art technology across all of our businesses, and um, LNG's no different. You mentioned data. I've been hearing big data's coming to North Dakota. Does that mean yeah. anything to you? Well, I think that, uh, I think, like I said before, I think there's a wonderful opportunity to integrate the use of uh, uh, more digital instruments that'll create data strings that will be very valuable to a lot of different people across the basin. Ag and energy. Uh, since probably ethanol, maybe even before then, there start to been a coexistence or a co-mingling. Mm -hmm. uh, these natural gas plants are starting to feed and some other ag-type products. What are your thoughts on uh, the, I guess, the coexistence or the merger of ag and energy together, whether wow. it's from distribution or from natural gas or whatever? I think it's huge. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Governor Downrimple says it best, that value-added agriculture is a big part of the North Dakota's past, and it's a big part of today, and it'll be a big part of tomorrow. And I think when you look at what's going on in the Bakken, the idea of using value-added natural gas products inside the ag business and to complement the ag business is it i think there's a remarkable opportunity i think it's important um, to the viability of both businesses and i think the sky's the limit all right two two more questions um in december 2013 we went on record on both this program and in the bismarck tribune and said 2014 is the year of natural gas <laughs> what do you think i think you were right I don't know. I think the rail might be on its heels, but uh, rail's been getting a lot of press. Rail's day. getting a lot of press, but I think that uh, I think that that what's happening with natural gas um, is exciting, and I think it's a wonderful opportunity for growth. Lynn Helms said, "Wait till the second half of the year. You're going to see some incredible advancements in natural gas," and he referred to your plant coming yeah. online as one of them. Yeah, well, that's great. I'm, what, Lynn's been a wonderful supporter, and and uh, we thank him for for everything that they've done. So thanks a lot, Jason. Thank I appreciate you. it. To listen to the full-length interview with Patrick Hughes, CEO of Prairie Companies and North Dakota LNG, or to listen to other one-on-one -on -one features, visit our website, buildingthebakken.com. So I went down to the river and I found you and I said, It's getting cold, my friend. Oh, let's go on home. As the Black Hills becomes busier with oil and gas professionals, researching the Tyler or traveling through to the Bakken, I'd like you folks to remember the recipient of the 2013 TripAdvisor Certificate of Excellence Award, the Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota. That's where I stay when I go to the Black Hills. Quick, easy access to Deadwood, Belfouche, and Rapid City. The Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota has a retractable roof over their pool and hot tub area. The retractable roof is a one-of-a-kind for this region. Comfortable beds, friendly staff, and a free breakfast with Wi-Fi. The Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota also accommodates to RV parking, business and family friendly. For more information on the Super 8 of Spearfish, South Dakota, call 605-642-4721. That's 605-642-4721. Or visit our website, buildingthebakken.com. We have their information linked up. That's the Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota. Away in the week, didn't have to say, think I know why. So
So we went down to the river and we found him and we said It's getting cold, my friend, oh, let's go on home 